Hi, I'm Nina Schacht. And I'm Jane Shake. And you're listening to Gut Talks. Double G U Double T. Let's move a bit to the next topic. Again, I'm just taking notes and taking notes based on what, what you're saying. But maybe in a nutshell, let's be quick on that one. I know it's important. But for startups and large organizations, not everybody is aware of research, why it's important. And it's not a like you do it once and then you move on for the next hundred years, right? So yeah, why is it important for the listeners who have companies, startups, SMEs? Even, even freelancing, right? Very quick answer. Um, I think no company, no matter in which field, can exist without humans purchasing their product. So how can you have the idea of building a product without talking to those humans? That would be my very short answer on that one. Yeah, you can't afford not to do research. And I think also we're seeing a, a shift in the way business works has changed, you know, deregulation, globalization, you used to be that companies could work like top down, you know, you, you start a company because you're very good at something, you know, you can build something, you're very good at it. And then you have the idea, everybody needs this. So I'm building it for everybody who needs it because I need it. And maybe that worked for a while, you know, that did work for a while when we had people making, um, you know, and, and but it doesn't work anymore because your customers have so much choice you know, they don't have to buy your product. If you're building, I always say to the startups, the number one reason why startups fail is lack of product market fit. Yes. And absolutely. it has been proven several times. So, I mean, that's the answer because you can't afford not to do it. And I always say to them, make sure you're not making uh, a solution for a non-existent problem. So I think you need to have research to understand the everyday reality of the people that are supposed to be buying your product or service so that it can dock onto their needs so you can't afford not to and everything and is faster so what are you going to do are you going to build a product throw it on the market and wait for it to fail and then start again yeah and raise more money if you i'd rather fail in a focus yeah. group i said it again i'd rather no, i'd rather fail <laughs> yeah. in a focus group huh? at the concept stage than yeah. build something yeah. that nobody wants but that's an interesting one here because you have like so many times i think it's a post i made on linkedin and you you commented also on that it's um where you, so many times I actually start ask startups and founders is like, have you spoken to potential customers? Did you go out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you try to dig deeper, it's like they ask the neighbor or the other startup next to them or someone. And then it ended here. Whereas they move so fast as a startup, like they iterate all the time, right? Things change mm -hmm. all the time. And, and the research is not up like following yeah, in that it's very and, hard and for them so it is. i think i mean i think we have to be a little bit not so strict you know obviously they should be doing it but we have to accept the fact that it's difficult for them this is why i've been working for the last sort of i think maybe eight years in mm -hmm. the town i used to live in for with the local uh, business and innovation center and the university and the the research institutes there there are a lot of startups coming out of the academic field and technical because we have a, a Fraunhofer institute for software development and we have a technical university um, so a lot of ideas are coming out of that that mm -hmm. and it is very difficult for these people to they've never learned it yeah it's not that they don't understand I think the problem is not so much that they don't understand the need it's more that they don't have the skills And it's our jobs to help them do that, to lower the threshold and to make it accessible for them 
and to like hold their hands. I do like things like in workshops, I get them to practice interviewing each other, just really basic stuff. Mm -hmm. Give them a fictive, a fictional startup and say, right, I'm, I'm the CEO and I want you to interview each other and come back with some, you know, the, the, the new disruption, the big thing uh, and make it fun. And, and they have yeah, yeah. so many other things to do also. So it's like, what are the priorities? Obviously, they need to get out there. And there's pressure because there's limited time, there's limited money. Yeah. So. And also, just to add to that, I've often seen that uh, business analytics was mistaken as research. So I'm going into um, race, uh, into uh, startups and like, oh, we know everything about the user. I'm like, oh, cool. Who have you talked to? Oh, no. And then, you know, I've seen amazing dashboards where I felt like, well, you know, we know everything these people are doing on the website app, blah, blah, whatsoever. But I always told them, well, with that, we can only see what your users are doing with what you offer them. Yeah. But we don't know what they might do differently, what they wish, what they need, whatsoever. So that there is always a big mistake, like um, data analytics being researched. It's not. I think also the, the, the because I, I think also like you, Maria, I teach... Um, problem-based learning at technical university. I can't, I'm not allowed to call it design thinking at the university. And teach that to engineers. And I realized then how the education system is not really preparing them for that kind of human-centered openness, uh, taking risks. They're not always being a right answer. You know, the ambivalence that you need, the ambiguity at the beginning of the fuzzy front end of innovation where you don't know the answer and you need to find it out. So when I ask my students to do like research, so they do Google Forms and they, they try and dig out research, you know, data that is already available off the university computer. And I like, you know, no, you really have to go and talk to people. And it's so hard. Um, it is, yeah. But to, to crack that kind of mindset. And I think that we, uh, as a, it's not just a problem I think as a society, I mean, I, I also work, I'm very interested in design and research in the uh, public sector. Mm-hmm. You know? So we need as a society, and I think there is a movement, it's starting very slowly. Maybe this is just my bubble, but I hope it's not. Uh, and kind of an acceptance for the fact that it's okay uh, to not have the answer to everything, even if you are the CEO, yeah. or even if you are the minister for, and that you, nobody expects you to say, this is how it works but that it's actually you're a better leader if you say, let's research it, let's look at it, let's talk to the people. On that note, actually, just to make you feel better, Jane, even design students who have like a background in design, like completely, what I witnessed is I have to like push them a hundred times to get out on the street and interview people. And I was surprised by this one. I mean... You know, so it's not just like if design students find it hard, then the others will as well. <laughs> so that's at least my, my experience, right? So interesting points here. I just want to have some room for stories also. So let, let's start with this one before we jump into a story, because this could lead us to some stories, funny stories, sad stories, amazing stories. Up to you. I'll leave it to you. But how do you approach a project? And then maybe you can share something. I know you have great stories, but I'm letting you decide what you want to share. One of the first questions I ask people is before we get into the nitty gritty of what they want me to do and how they think it should be done is, is to always like take several steps back and to always like come back and say, okay, what is the business goal behind all of this? Let's just not talk about research. What do you really need to, what is the pain in the company or in the department? Well, what will you do with the outcomes? Because uh, this is something I've learned the hard way. 
because you you spend a lot of time and energy on a research project you come back and you present the results and they say no we can't do that and the other one is what have you done already what have you already tried so that would be my fir- the first thing I would do. Take a big step back and look at the whole thing from the higher level. Good one. Not 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 more to add. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of kind of contextualizing where everything's coming from. That would be about it. Yeah. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut talks. This is the end of this segment of this episode with Nina Schacht and Jane Shake. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next one.